Welcome to a special Oscar edition of What You're Wearing. We are going to do the lowdown. In this episode, we are going to cover all the hits, the misses, and the what the burp <laughs> is she wearing. I mean, there was a little little bit of that happening last night. A little bit. I mean, I anyway, I'm very excited to kind of get your gist <clears throat> of things. And we talked very, very briefly, so very I don't briefly. even really know where you're at with everything. So did you did you watch? I did watch. Okay, I did my you and I were the only two people that actually watched <laughs> it. No, I, th- I mean, I think, a, well, like, apparently not a lot, but people It was were, the worst ratings they've had, like, in history or something. I But honestly, I thought that it was going to be a little better, just people's curiosity, because this technically was the first award show that was... P- more people were there in person. So I thought curiosity was going to get them amazing numbers, but I guess it didn't. It did not. And I, I just kept watching it thinking, wow, I hope they gave all of those tables and the risers and all that to Union Station because the train station could use us for weddings and parties and really use that space. So I thought it was an interesting use of the space, but why don't they just use the auditorium and have just people spaced in between? I, I was trying to figure out what part of the station it was you think it was the the main it was inside so if you walk in union station you go right and all the benches right and And then you go to the right there's that big area that's where that was Uh, you just have to watch regina Regina king walk you can see where she walked right in there that's yeah that's true and then it was funny because after people got an oscar then they walked out and had to go through the brass doors of the ticket (laughs) (laughs) i I was waiting for somebody to hit the head with the door but quite honestly I, i i you know, in the advertisements for the show, they were saying it's going to be set up like a, a an actual film, and that's how it started. So I was really excited, actually, on how it opened and Regina walking in. She did her great monologue, and then it took a turn. Well, it just got really boring. And it was weird, too, that they did the best actor and actress last, and they didn't do best picture last, which is always a weird... Right, and another thing they kept saying is they would... They would talk about the nominees and they would have the names of said actors or, or you know, makeup person or whatever, but they wouldn't talk about, they wouldn't have the film right, that they were lot. in. There was so the- you couldn't figure out, you had the names of the actors and yeah. their faces, but you didn't know what film they were talking well, they, about. Well, if you got a, if you look closely, there was a monitor to the right of them on stage from the camera. So right. from the camera view, there's a monitor on the right, and that had the information. So sometimes they're up there, but there wasn't like a Chiron underneath their name that said William Clark Jr. But like as a viewer, you know how um, uh, they'll have the pictures of the people that are nominated, but yeah. they'll have the film yeah, under yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know what film that actor was yeah. in. Oh, they yeah, didn't no. do that. Yeah. Well, they, they did on some of it. It was just. It was, it was just, all over the place. It was a little all over the place. I mean, and I like the loungy kind of feeling of it. I think you know Sasha Baron Cohen, like Baron Caution Sasha. No, it? I think you're right the first time. Okay, okay. Sasha Baron Cohen. Baron Caution Sasha is definitely not. His That's name. not his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you weren't giving out the nominees. I like it. Baron, the nominees are Baron Sasha Cohen. What's, what's your name, baby? What's your name, baby? <laughs> I mean, he and his fabulous wife were like standing like in front of the Sydney. That bridge. was another thing that looked like a like a green screen. It looked like a green screen. It just looked like they were and and I I could tell that most of those remote people could not even hear what was happening. So I kept saying, "Oh my gosh, I feel for them." So I don't know. It's anyway. So what I thought would be great to do with this special episode we're doing, yes, 
is to really just talk about the fashion. And, you know, you and I, and I, whenever I'm watching the Oscars, I'm always getting text messages from clients. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what do you think of this? What do you think about this? Do you like this? Do you like this? And I, you know, you know me, I have very little opinions. I think people should just all find their inner selves and that they're fine. <laughs> I call BS. <laughs> I'm all, she sucks, he sucks, she sucks, she sucks. Ah, you leave, I, I hate it. you. <laughs> so yes, so I thought we would talk about, and I don't really have my, maybe, here's my hope. Yes. Is at the end of this conversation, yes. I will be able to tell you who my favorite is. Oh, you're not sure yet? I'm not sure yet. That's actually part of my jam. Really? Right yeah, I'm okay. not quite sure who my favorite is yet. I have a lot of things that were missing for me and a lot of... Anyway, so I don't even know where to start. How should we start this? I'll just throw um, one out. So Amanda, you wanna, Amanda You want to say who you're... Who, should you say... Who, I just said Amanda Seyfried, but I don't know that she's my favorite or anything. Oh, you're just going to say looks you like? Yeah. Or, or coat yeah. your eyes? I don't okay. have like okay. a number. I just, okay. I think that there's just too much to say about most of this. Okay, go ahead. So Amanda Seyfried is wearing that fabulous... Stunning. Co- I keep thinking Amanda Siegfried, like Siegfried and Roy. She, I, you know, I've loved her face. Before she act, like I've been obsessed with her since she, which since she's come on the scene. But when so she was wearing Giorgio Armani when she showed up. And I, by the way, I picked that. That was one of my picks from that couture collection that was several months ago. Really? Yes. It's, it's just beautiful. Stunning. Now it's a little lower in the cleavage than I normally like. Just uh, so you know, that low, deep, plunging V. But it's high enough that it just it feels. She it looks fit, stunning. You know, has a oh little bit God. of a Gian Battista Valley look. You know, yes. a little bit of that with all that. Yes. Uh, you know, because that was tons and tons of fabric pinned. I mean, pinned and the organza, right? Like yeah. just really gorgeous. It's just she, put together, and the detail around the top over the bust, and she's really she, wearing it. She got a gasp from me when she stepped. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, and then she has great lipstick, really classic hair, and a smile. Yeah. She was smiling and she was happy. She was happy. And I just loved her for that. I was really, really, really happy. But I love when they were interviewing her on the the red carpet. Juliana Rancid? I think, is that her name? Rancid, or Julia Rancid, the girl from E. The girl from E. The girl that needs a sandwich from E. (laughs) Right. They asked, she asked her, how do you feel to be here? And you could tell this must have been one of her first places in public she was, because she was like... You could see she was like, wow, I'm out in public and yeah. there are other humans here. <laughs> there wow. There's a lot of that where people are like, hi, can I hug you? I want to touch a person. <laughs> yes. And not like in a weird, creepy Harvey Weinstein kind of way, but no. people were just like, I want to touch somebody and be around people. Right. And like, it was just, so that part I thought was nice. And there's right. a sense of normalcy with that. But here's the thing she should have given. Vanessa Kirby some tips. So Vanessa Kirby was nominated for uh-huh. Promising, uh, not Promising Young Woman, but, um, oh, that movie, oh, gosh, what's the name of it? Anyway, she was uh, so angry. I could not figure out why she was so angry. She was stern. Her face, she was wearing a pale pink dress. Let's see. And she was um, just... She had this look on her like she was going to punch someone in the face. <laughs> well, like, you know, it's, a lot could have happened before I mean, she went on camera. I don't know, but it's not. This one here. She's, um, and it, it got like, there did a lot of this. She was old, icy all night, though. Icy. I yeah, mean, just she icy. icy. She was wearing um, Gucci, which it's odd for me that that's even Gucci. Because it's like this pink sat, Duchess satin kind of a thing. And there was a lot of halter talk. We saw a lot of midriff happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of belly buttons. A lot of skin between mm-hmm. the bust and the 
waistline. And I just mm-hmm. think that's not necessary. Please put all of that away. Mm-hmm. And then it was just dramatic and just it, and the makeup, she just she just looked hungry and bitter and you know, it looked like you know, she looked like um hungry and bitter. I'm bitter. Done. She looked like the evil twin of Gwyneth Paltrow. Like if totally. Gwyneth, like if Gwyneth Paltrow had an evil twin back totally. in the 90s, back totally. in the 90s, this is her. Totally. And had she just done this with a smile and a, maybe like popped it out with like a hot pink shoe or did something else. It's just this pale pink. It's really I think it really speaks to that if someone shows up and just smiles. Yeah. You know, it changes their whole look. So, Vanessa Kirby was not on my favorite list. Now, you know who the first, the second gasp I got from the ladies was Carrie Mulligan. Oh, my goodness. We're back to crop tops. Well, no, it was a bra top and the ball gown skirt from Valentino Couture. Yeah. When she stepped out, I was like, wow. Look, I liked her hair. Short... Little pixie cut, simple earrings. I mean, I really need a yellow diamond around that neckline. There's like no necklace. Yeah, or, or ears. Something on the ears. Something to kind of, because it's like a little simple. But I, I love that she, you know, a lot of times Brits can be portrayed as being very serious. And she visually looks like that, but she, she opens her mouth and she's so much fun. I just think that there's a hundred different things they could have done on top of that than a bikini, like... She looks like she's wearing a strapless bra with a ball gown. That is what it is. It's not It's good. a bra top and no, a ball gown it's skirt. it's not good. You can see the bottom part of her breast in these photos. Like, it's just like, no, yes, you can. No, there's Look no under at that. Yes, you can see that. There's Look, no boob put, to be under. Put on your glasses. I know she's just an A cup, but still, there is some, like, pushing down happening. I loved it. I just thought it was. Viva Valentino. Yeah, and sitting down, my gosh. You know how many roles I would have if I was wearing that outfit? <laughs> but did you see her in Promising Young Woman? I didn't. But Did you now see I, anything? Now I, you know what? Un- I, disclaimer: I have not seen any of the films. <laughs> but let me tell you why. Why? I'm holding out Uh-oh. to when theaters open and I can see it proper. Ah, uh, let me just tell you something. <laughs> Promising Young Woman was not a movie you need to see proper. It, it looks like it might be like kind of twisted and dark. It's twisted and dark and has this. But it seems like it's good. No, no first two thirds were really good. Styling this, this is stylized and the way it's shot. You're like, oh, this is really right, interesting to watch. Right, right. She was cast like too old. It should have been someone that was like late twenties, and this one was like forty five or something. Uh, wow, I don't think she, she's not forty five. <laughs> well, she's British. Maybe she's a, a Brit that's thirty eight. So but I'll, still, so I take be, it you're not her publicist. Well, so, <laughs> But she should be like, look for that part. She was a young girl that left med school and was living at home with her parents. She should be late 20s. And she's definitely not late 20s. I get you. So that was part of my problem there. But the first two thirds of the movie were really interesting. And then the last third just took some dark turns. And the finale was like the dumbest thing. I was like, really? Wah, wah. I'm I'm going to commit. I'm going to see it. But I don't think that's what you need to see on the big screen. I mean, it's not that, it's not that, I mean, the one I would like to go see again on the big screen is The Sound of Music. No, sorry. Sound of Music? (laughs) Was there a remake that I don't know about? (laughs) Calling Julia Andrews. Not The Sound of Music! (laughs) What's happening? Have you been drinking? No! I need to be drinking. No! Sound of Music! I'm dead. No, it's (laughs) The Sound of Metal. (laughs) 
It Could you imagine if you were one of the presenters and the winner is The, the Sound, Sound of music. music! They're like, ah, uh, dude. Get him off the stage. So Sound of Metal <laughs> is about this guy who's in a rock and roll band, mm-hmm. like a heavy metal band, and mm-hmm. he goes deaf. Oh, wow. And it's the process of it, and the way that they edited the sound was to give you, the viewer, the experience of going deaf. Wow. And it is... I get goosebumps. It's like chilling. Wow. And when the movie ends, you just, you think about it for like three or four days, just touched by it. It is extraordinary. Thinking if it happens. If you see nothing else, it's Sound of Metal. But The Sound of Metal yes. is a movie I'd like to go see in the theater, like with a good Dolby sound and to really get that So you can hear that changing of sound. Of yeah, because I've got like the little Sonos thing and all that set up at home, but I'm like... You know, it's still not the same thing as going to a big movie theater, but... You know what rock and roll star that actually happened to is Huey Lewis. In the news? Yeah, he's lo- he's losing his, his um, hearing. But isn't he like 100? I mean, No, he's like in his 60s. You're making uh, everyone no. 100 years no. old. But Huey Lewis? Is yeah, from he's like, like in his, his 60s. From the 80s. He was from the 80s. He right. Was 35 in the 80s. And the 80s are 30 years ago. Six, uh, okay, 60s, you know. That's a generous 60s. I'd say 70s, but okay. And it's wow, we gotta look that up because I mean, he's, I bet he's not 70. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna piss off some You're people. gonna be like, aren't you 70? Speaking of older gen- yes. women and gentlemen, yes. Um, I, what did you think of Glenn Close in her pur- purple tunic? Oh, okay. First of all, it was more of a cobalt blue, indigo, <laughs> lapis blue, as it were. Uh-huh. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a construction textile nerd. Uh-huh. So I was obsessed with the beading and, uh-huh. and the construction. Uh-huh. But pulling back head to toe, I hear what you're saying. I know where you're going. I mean, look, I want you to know, I think Glenn Close is like a movie star. She's a she star. Is, she is so talented, and she was amazing in that movie. Okay. It, the Hillbilly Eulogy. Okay. Elegy. Okay. Eulogy. Elegy. The so Hillbilly you're, movie. You're not presenting any of the categories. Uh, never. <laughs> no matter what happens with this podcast, you and I will never be allowed on there. And I actually, I loved her hair. I loved her, you know, face. I thought her eyes were a little dark. Their makeup, they do this thing where they put too much makeup in their eyes, and they make their eyes set back, whatever. I love her. But I... I just thought this was such a miss. I thought that the pants just looked like they were those fabulous, you know, St. John satin leggings. Uh, yeah. And but then, it's quintessential Armani, though. I That's... don't care. It, Mr. Armani made a mistake with this. I I'm a, I love Armani. And she actually said on the red carpet that the reasoning for the gloves was that Mr. Armani's mother was a glove woman. Like, yeah, I the, heard. But I, I think Glenn wore the gloves because she didn't want nobody touching her. I think that Glenn wore the gloves because she was It was inspired. a COVID situation. I think no, it was a COVID situation. No, I think Mr. Situation. Armani was inspired by his mother. And Mr. Armani's 80, so his mother must be 105 by now. If she's still alive. <laughs> and that's who this dress was designed for. A 105-year-old woman. This is not something that... No. No. It's just not... I just don't understand. And I don't know... But the work... If you look at the, that that piece, the, the, at least especially the tunic, the work that went into that... It, 
It just looks to me like they ran out of time, and if they would have just made the dress no, three inches longer, dropped the black pants, put a little slit agreed. in it, you know it what? would have been a gorgeous gown. Agreed. I see and what you're saying. And age appropriate and all that. But to do this, in a, I mean, I, look, you guys, a tunic, as described, and maybe this would be a good vocabulary word, mm -hmm. but a tunic really is above the knee and really goes like mid quad yeah, right that's true. this tunic is going like below this the is name. more tea this is like oh my gosh we ran out of blue beads you guys it's gonna be a tunic now we can't make a dress or it was too cold and she went to wear pants or she forgot to take her pants off because she was i don't know what happened right here. but really if she had just gone and if she you know doesn't have great legs she could also really fast well, like you said bring the gown to the floor be the gown to the floor or even just a little bit longer and then she could have even done black stockings with some black booties and really had it I see cool what you're like saying. That. But I just think that they they really took a it aged her a bit it and she's aged not her. she's 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 cooler put it this way she's cooler than the outfit yeah she's her spirit is young and cool you know yeah I I I, I don't know I, but it I, was exhibited I don't know if you saw this part did you see the guess what uh, soundtrack moment. No. Well, they went around and they played the song. Yeah, yeah, and then she did that whole. She did thing. the butt, I but mean, she did it properly and knew the words to the song. That's that's. I the, am such a white guy from the Central Valley. I don't even know what the butt was. See, see, that's how cool Glenn Close yeah, is. Yeah, but I do that dance all the time at Whole Foods by myself when my AirPods are in. But I don't know it has a name. It's just. It's I'm called saying. doing the butt. You do you don't you don't know the song doing the no. butt. Doing well, doing the butt. No, that was not allowed in my town. Doing the butt. <laughs> it was it was it was a popular song. It was uh, on MTV. Like it was no, a thing. No, I didn't have MTV growing up. Anyway, <laughs> and the other, you don't. Now, I have to ask you. You did not think that was staged. No, no, you no. She just randomly knew all that hip hop. Yes. Well, it, but that was what the game was. It was it was a game. She is so what's, cool. Like you know, what song is this from? What movie is this in? She it was is a, so cool. She's cool. I love I her. Love her. Right, but who, that excuses. No, it does not excuse. It excuses it, no, no, the it look. No, no, no. This is like good parent, bad parent. It's like if we were married and had a kid, they'd always come running to you. Come on, please don't make me go to bed. It's okay, honey. You don't have to go to bed. Here's a Hershey bar. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I no, I would be this the strict like freak. Uh, uh huh. Mm -mm, I don't. Mm -mm. Not based on this conversation. And can we just talk about? So one of the things that other things I really loved is all of the big color. So the color that was there was really great. Mm -hmm. um, there was an artist named Her. <gasps> we got to talk about that. Go okay. ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. I'm gonna um, give you. Mine. She's like the non-binary prince. I mean, what on earth is that outfit? Okay, okay. I'm gonna explain because that was one of my favorites, and wow. I don't think people knew what was going on. I'll we tell you why. Let me not. tell you what happened. Okay, tell me. We, is it? He passed away. Prince passed away last week or the week before, about four or five years ago. Okay. So it's the week of his passing. Remember that. Okay. Her sound is very Prince inspired. Okay. Remember that. Now, in 1985, Prince wore this almost identical outfit. Oh my gosh, I was just making a joke. You're making a joke, but you nailed it. Most people are like, what the hell is she wearing? Da -da -da -da. It's like, no, this, there was a reason she wore that. She That was a home homage to the look that Prince wore in 1985. Oh, wow. And it's almost exactly. And, um, Peter Dundas designed it for yeah. his for his world his uh, new brand name Dundas <laughs> World, and I don't understand why it's called Dundas World because everyone knows his 
name is Peter Dundas, but well, I just called when they referenced it on Yahoo. Yeah, I'm you show, see, I did that. Not I'm a, Yahoo. I'm gonna show you a picture of the Prince look from 1985. You see, that's amazing. Identical. That's amazing. We're gonna get an image of that up on Instagram. So you yeah, can side by side. So she kind of yeah. nailed it. I'm, that's okay. I, yeah. I I take back my attack of her. Yeah, and it was well executed, actually. I think. Yeah, you know the other one that I thought um, and talk about really great execution was um, Margot Robbie. Um, she was wearing, so she was a. She's pro- so beautiful. I mean, she's come so hot. On. Did you see I Tanya? Oh no! I got movies. Gotta... So while you're watching all the fashion shows, I'm watching movies. Oh. No, I the, I saw her the movie that she did with Leonardo. What was it? What was the movie? She I played his. She played his wife. Was it Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's when I fell it. in love. Well, she was a producer on Promising Young Woman, uh, that movie that was so dumb that I didn't like. But mm. Promising Young Woman, and so she was wearing this gown, and it's like Chanel Haute Couture mm-hmm. from fall 2019. Mm-hmm. I've never seen such a thing. What do you mean? I mean, it's old now. It's like two years old. Well, I mean, it's not an so age. So, what does that mean? Like, what? I don't think just, it means. But well, what about just... when people were? Well, okay, how about Julia Roberts when she won her Oscar? That was an archived Valentino. That wasn't a yeah, new. Yeah, but it's just called archived Valentino. All you had to say was she's Margot Robbie in Chanel Haute Couture. Just say that. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell us it's fall twenty nineteen? Those are facts we don't need. I know. I don't They're know. just facts that we don't need. Just say no. It's it should have been. So it makes me think a couple of things. Number one, she didn't know she was going to go to the Oscars and happened to have that gown sitting in her closet and thought that'd be funny. And it could also be like a PR attack on Chanel for not giving her a new dress. Fine. I don't I'm going to wear an old dress. And nah. Yeah. And Chanel's like, well, we don't want to dress you anymore. And then she's like, I'll show you. I'm going to wear a 2019. I'm going to call it 2019. I mean, but if you look at it, it's just this gorgeous, you know, beaded floor length tank dress that could be. Fall 2015, fall 2012, fall 1997, fall 2023. It's the same Chanel basic beauty. I mean, I don't hate on it, but it's also just like basic and classic. And I think there is something to be said for just being classic and beautiful, which I think was interesting because she was there as a producer. So I think maybe she wants something a little more stable and executive business-like. Well, yeah, well, yeah because she probably wants to be taken a little more ser- seriously in that role yeah. as opposed to hot bombshell. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And the other person I thought does that look brilliantly and really did it uh, well for this is Olivia Coleman, And she was at the London screening or whatever, and okay. she was in that red, gorgeous, whatever. I couldn't find, find the designer on it. Hmm. But it was a beautiful strapless red, not strapless, a beautiful red dress. And I just thought it was so lovely the hmm. way that she just did it. And she's, you know, Olivia Coleman is the kind of woman you just want to have dinner with. And her hair was pulled back. And, I like her. And beautiful earrings. And it was almost like just a classic, yeah. gorgeous red yeah. dress with a beautiful sleeve, like a little raglan sleeve on it. Yeah. She pulled out a white clutch just for that evening. Yeah. And I just, I just thought it was beautiful. And, and she, she it, the look didn't wear her. Because you could, I don't believe she's like a fashion girl. So it can be hard to put fashion on someone that's not into it. But it, 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 she wore it very well. And a great smile and the whole, I just, I just thought she was great. Now, you know, it had my eyes popping Uh-oh. as far as men. Uh-oh. Actor Coleman Domingo in shocking fuchsia day glow pink from head to toe Versace. <laughs> I, you know I like excess. <laughs> 
You know I like when things are extra. But his suit, I was like, the beating on the shoulders. I just loved it. Yeah, and his dark skin with that shocking color. I, I, love, a, I love a guy that can take a big, bright color like that. From head to toe. It. Loved it. Love, oh. love, love. Love, love, well, love. There's a lot, there was a lot of really interesting men's things happening. Yes, and the first one that I loved was Alan S. Kim from oh, Minari. That little he kid. He was the cutest thing in Tom Brown. Yeah, so, so Tom cute. Brown is an American designer. He's in yes. New York. Mm-hmm. And he's famous for the shrunken jacket look. Yeah. So, you know, the idea is you can barely move your arms. And um, the sleeves, even on men's jackets, are like three-quarter. And mm-hmm. he's famous for doing men's short suits. Mm-hmm. So he'll do like a beautiful flannel short with a flannel jacket. And yeah. it's, it, Which made gorgeous. it age appropriate for a little boy. Exactly. And the thing that I thought was cute was when he was being interviewed, uh, Juliana asked him, is there anyone that you're looking forward to meeting? <laughs> I and saw he said, no. Not really. Not really. <laughs> She's like, do you want to at least see your co-stars? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He was. Just, I just loved how honest. Kids are just so honest. What'd you give your birthday? I got an iPad. I mean, he like listed how he got for his birthday. I'm like, oh, he must live in Santa Monica, this kid. <laughs> and also speaking of men. Yeah? He just gets better with age, Mr. Brad Pitt and Brioni. And I know it was simple and black, but he just wears... I'd, he just can do no wrong. I mean, the, what did you think about his hair just pulled back like that? It speaks to him because yeah. he's kind of like he's you kind know, of a hippie. I he's a hippie he'd... midwestern. You know that. It, yeah, I like that. You know, I'd really like to see him and Jennifer Aniston get back together. No, the only one. no, I love them. Together. No, I didn't. I never understood that union. When I first, he's moved, too cool for her. When I'm I was sorry. first coming to LA and I hired my first personal trainer, I was like 22, 21, and I was at this private training gym in West Hollywood, and I'm on this treadmill. And I'm looking down, and there's the People magazine, and it says the sexiest man alive. It's got Brad Pitt on the cover. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt then walks into the gym. Oh, and he's got bleached yellow hair, acne. Was it really long face. or no? No, I don't remember. Like okay. medium length. But it was right around the time of Legends of the Fall. Uh, when he was just that's, like. That's when I found. But he did not look great in person. I mean, he had acne. Well, he, he had, does he had, have. Back then, he, he's got bad skin. Yeah. But. Yeah, but it was just, it was so funny for me to look at him there, standing there in all his imperfection next to this thing that says the, you know, sexiest man alive. I'm like, wow, it's really, it's, it's media and marketing. But anyway, that's a whole other. But there's, there's a sex appeal about uh, imperfections to me. Yes. Yeah. And you know, somebody I think that really just embrace, wears things with such confidence. Who's that? That's Viola Davis. (gasps) You know, she was wearing that white, extraordinary, it looked like, um, it looked sheer. It looked like a big white lace situation. Well, it was tons. That's all separately in, separately applied like appliques. And I want to say it's almost, um. A bird motif. And all of those things, all of those pieces are put on by hand, one by one. Right, and it looks to me with the fit. So this is Alexander McQueen. Yes. And it looks to me with the fit of it, it really looks like it was put on on her body. You can tell. it's just beautifully fitted and made for her. And I love because in the film, she wears a fat suit. So, you know, the ma, who she plays in the film, is kind of a, you know, full-figured, like, you know... That sassy woman. So she, when, you know, Viola needed to hit the carpet, she was like, okay, let me show you guys I have a body. Yeah, and then and I that love... that was a fat suit. 
And I love that they did all, and it's kind of sheer and sexy with some cleavage. And I love that they did that with just this natural floor length chiffon bottom. Mm -hmm. just and, so it's it, and it's raw. It's, yeah. So you all, see it's an unfinished raw bottom. So all the attention is on the waistline, mm -hmm. you know, and I also love that she went with natural hair. I love the Afro mohawk. Yeah. It's, love, love, love. She's so chic. It's, there was just a lot happening in the, in the chicness factor there. And I love that her own hair and makeup from that movie got hair and makeup. Oscars. I know they got wardrobe too. I thought they got yeah 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 they got quite a bit. Mm -hmm. They're there that movie. I did not see that one yet, and that's on my list. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. That's too. on my Netflix. Another gentleman that I loved was uh, Leslie Odom uh, Jr. And that gold thing. That gold Brioni. I liked the way he wore the um, black mock turtleneck under the gold lame shirt. I just, I was like, what are you doing? Just for a risk, just being a risk taker, that's what I think. Yeah, I know. You, you, I mean, he should have gone there with Audra Day, and they would be like the gold couple that does those robot moves and like in the before Robot time. moves at the Oscars. No, no. You don't know doing the butt, but no, you know the robot. No, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about those robots that stand on a box and they're like all painted gold. Oh, like on the Hollywood Boulevard. On the Hollywood Boulevard, you put a nickel in there and they like move themselves. Oh, they're like, oh, look, I'm a gold man. I think between him and Audra Day, who was in that Vera Wang metal thing, I mean, the two of them could have just stood there and did that. I'm like, I mean, okay. I, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't hit for me as... Yeah. Elegant. I mean, his hit is flashy. Yeah. And got noticed, and it, we're talking about right, it. Right, right. So, I mean, that's part of I mean, part of what we have to remember. It felt a little more Grammys, is part, what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And part of what we have to remember is that it's PR. You know, whenever oh, I judge people for red carpet, I'm like, look, you need to decide. You want to be on brand, but you mm -hmm. also want to be talked about. Right. Like, you know, Bjork was in the Oscars. 20 years ago in that swan dress. And they're still talking about and it. And they still talk about it. Yeah. And Bjork hasn't done an out. I mean, it it brought a new sense of fashion. And they're still talking about uh, Celine Dion in the yep. backless white tuxedo. Yep. So there's a lot of these moments where, but but I feel like that was like actually elegant and something. The swan dress was like a joke, basically. But it but it was on, to your point, it was on brand for Bjork. She exactly. was, she's out of the box. So whenever they do like best dress and worst dress, even if you show up in the worst dress list every year as worst dress of all they're time, they're talking about me. They're talking about you. Right? And it was Phyllis Diller that said, "I don't care what they say as long as they keep talking about me." No, and, and but that's Hollywood. That is Hollywood. That's Hollywood. So it's marketing. It really is marketing. I think. And sometimes it's a check. Sometimes it's a check. Sometimes well, it's a check. I mean, I I did hear that the Andre Day one Vera Wang hired a professional welder. I did hear that. To help consult on the design. But that's it. something you have to do when the, there's metal involved in the dress anyway. I mean, it's another crop top. Can we please stop with the crop tops? I mean, everyone <laughs> thinks they're going to Ivy at the shore for lunch. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> Cover your bodies, ladies. It's not that sexy. It just isn't that sexy. Speaking of not that sexy, but uh -oh. kind of interesting. Uh -oh. I thought Ooh. Laura Dern looked really great staying on that chicken. I loved it. No, I loved it. I liked it. <laughs> Didn't she look like she was staying on a chicken? Yes, but I liked it. <laughs> Do you know who that was from? Who was that? It was Oscar Lorenta. I could see that. Yeah. So it was really poofy white feathers. Now, the only thing that bothered me about it, I couldn't tell exactly, but what really was getting on my nerves about it was mm. it looked like it was a black velvet top. I think it was. Yeah. No. You cannot wear a black velvet top. The only thing April. that's tricky with velvet, though, I don't know if you've put 
white feathers next to black velvet. No, it's, it's not just a, it's like a lint roller. It's it a, just yeah. And what's that called when the when the chickens they lose all their fur? They lose all their. <laughs> There's their, no fur in chicken. I they're mean, feathers. <laughs> um, what is that word? They um, called they sawed or they. Pod or they fought or they. Well, I don't know the word. But anyway, there's a word for right, it. Anyway, right, right, right. So anyway, I I thought that it was bold and actually more classic and beautiful than I weren't used to because Laura Dern is one of these really amazing actresses who's always just slightly off in her looks. And I think we talked mm-hmm. about that with the Emmys. Mm-hmm. But really, I just felt like it was really on point. I was a little concerned about the velvet situation, so I'm hoping that at the end of the day, it turns out that it was not velvet. No, you know who I loved. Who? Believe it or not. And her body looked ridiculous in it. Miss Regina King and Louis Vuitton. I knew you were going to go crazy. And at first, I was like, at first, I was like, I don't know. But the more I looked at it, first of all, it was a nod to, I don't know if you remember, the shoulders that Joan Collins would wear on Dynasty. I mean. It was so Dynasty. But what I did love about it, if you looked at really close at the beating, uh-huh. it was on trend for the venue because it, it, it screamed Art Deco. Yeah, I did see the Art Deco. I did like that. I thought the V was a little weird around her bust. I thought her I just loved weird. it. And I just, it's also one of those dresses that if you have a shoulder that sticks out four inches, you're there alone. Social distancing. Yeah, you're there alone. With that dress on, you don't have to worry about yeah. anybody coming close yeah. to you. You're there alone. You're going to hit anyone in the face. You aren't there with a man. You're there by yourself. Uh-uh. I'm an independent woman. Same in my thing. Louis Vuitton butterfly wings. That's close enough. I mean. That's the shoulders. I guess if I had that. Now, look, speaking of Ooh, severe, what? this is gonna, this is where I think we're going to throw down. Uh-oh. What's wait. your favorite? What, oh, what are you about to say? No, no, I'm just kidding. No, I have a, about to say? no, in my head, I have a feeling where you're going to go, but I, okay. I'm going to let you go I have there. one that Uh-oh. if we could just have taken her head off, we would have been totally fine. Oh, no. Okay. Halle Berry was <laughs> that, that those bomb. Those bangs. That Those bomb. bangs. I was like, what? What? I mean... When she came on with that thing, I thought, oh my God, first of all, she's wearing an Anna Wintour wig. Okay, But it almost looks like when they they were cutting the bangs, they were like, oh, what did... Oh, no. And and there was no going back. No. No going back. Or they twisted it backwards, and that's the back of the wig. I mean, it was... Now, first of all, the gown is beautiful. It's Dolce & Gabbana, which I... I did not expect that. It does not, but it's gorgeous. The fit of it's great. The color is great. It's beautiful with her skin tone. It's like a lavender color, um, and it's just beautiful, boned across a breastplate. Yeah, the dress was beautiful. It has a big, gorgeous chiffon bow in the middle of the body. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And that hair... And she announced something, and she was like full screen, and all you saw was that hair... it looked like she just fallen forward or something. So then when she put like her, a- I was hoping that she fell forward and her hair was coming down and that she was going to fall back and then her hair would look normal. What have you done, Miss Barry? As my- and she's like trying to get white lady hair. That's what it is. She's got like white As lady hair. As my best friend Miss J says, it looked like a twisted wiglet. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, girl, stop that. And then you look at someone like Angela Bassett, Woo! which I want to say. Talk about a star. I, I just, mean, it, she. She might have been my favorite. I, she looked 
stunning. Yeah, it was that gorgeous red. And it felt a little bit like the Amanda Seyfried, Siegfried or Seyfried or whatever. Seyfried. Seyf- is it Seyfried? Uh-huh. I just can't get it. It was just, I felt like... And I didn't I didn't expect to, that was Alberto Ferretti. Yeah, I mean, and I haven't seen Alberto Ferretti on a red carpet in a long time. Just going to tell you that part. But it was really... Beautiful. I mean, and and she... Oh, my God. Like, it was a very big shoulder, but it had a big, gorgeous, gorgeous red fat fabulous bow in the back. It was just the whole thing about it. I thought Angela Bassett was... And another socially distant shoulder. Yeah. Like, you, you don't, she didn't have to worry about any six feet. You can't get there. And it was just, I think, I. you know what? Thank you for this conversation. I think Angela Bassett was my favorite. She looks I just stunning. think there is something about, and whenever she talks, I always think of Tina Turner. That's another thing. But when she speaks, you're captivated. There's no, like... When she speaks, you know how sometimes when people are up speaking at an event, you'll hear like the clanging of like flatware and people aren't really listening. Yeah. There's dead silence when she's speaking. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a totally she looks stunning. Um, and then the other one, so the Angela Bassett was my, I would say my best dress. And then okay. really the, the, um, what do we to call it? Like, it's not my best dress. No, mm-hmm. my honorable favorite. mention? An honorable mention. Okay. Is a woman named Celeste Waite. And she sung a song for the trial of the Chicago 7. And she was wearing this Gucci look. I didn't see that. That was just so interesting. She has this amazing afro that's like pulled out through the sides. This gorgeous natural hair again. I love that. And it is so on brand for who she is as a singer. Oh, wow. Um, and it's just got this gorgeous black and red. Wow, that is beautiful. Um, it's almost like a couture Snow White. Yeah. Vibe. And it has like the chiffon detail just over the shoulder. And she's got a very severe look. Mm-hmm. And the song that she sang is a very moody song about mm-hmm. a rough time in, a, in America. And to... I don't know. I feel like it's an honorable mention for me because it's so on brand with her. It's like I like to think about when you get on the red carpet, express yourself, right. say something about that, yourself. Well, that's how you're speaking. Exactly. Without speaking. Exactly. And so when I look at this, I'm like, well, she's and I love really that bag, little strawberry bag. But just like, there's no, just... that's actually a heart. <laughs> it's an actual heart. That's a Swarovski crystal heart. Not like the shape heart. of a heart heart, but, wow. but I'm sure there's some story behind that too. Like a human heart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just something about it, and it's got that beautiful sleeve. I mean, it does, and that's it's got beautiful. like a, it's got patent leather cuffs on it. That's beautiful. And there's just so that's my honorable mention. Not that it's the best dress like that, but I think that there's something about you can and I'm tell a su- this I'm a girl went to. I'm sorry? I'm a sucker for bugle beads. Well, and you could tell that this girl went to a fitting and was like, I love, that's me. And there must have been something that go, oh, are you sure this is what you want? She's she's owning it, too. This is me. This is my look. And I love that about her. So go, Celeste, wait. We love you. Well, I love Mm -hmm, you. And I mm -hmm. think William now Bravo, bravo. Okay, what are your your favorite looks? Do you have a favorite and honorable mention that we haven't talked about? Um, hmm. Well, it's... Oh wait, I forgot. Are we gonna talk about? Are we gonna talk about the Chloe Zhao lady, the girl from Nomadland, the director? No, I was gonna say uh, we had to Zoe. talk about her really quick. Yes. Okay. Okay. Chloe is the one. She had pigtails on, sneakers, and a dress. I kind of appreciated the look. I just say I call that. I'm going to the train station in Hermes. Right. <laughs> so right. And sneakers. Hermes sneakers, and trainers. Hermes sneakers and an Air- she's probably wearing like a twenty thousand dollar look, knowing Hermes. Absolutely. And I just thought it was just like she's an artist and didn't really care. 
for sure she's Francis McDormand friend. I mean, the oh, two of them are like, I, 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 when, yeah, you could tell they're having a giggle session every time the cameras go off. And she just seems to me to be really like confident in doing her thing. She and, was, she's almost giving me a, a little bit of a Wednesday Adams vibe. There's a little Wednesday Adams, and she was wearing a color that was really not her color. It's like a beige. Kind so of, I'm not sure yeah. that it's my it's not my jam. I like her confidence in going for something different, but I don't think that it's necessarily, oh, you should run out and buy that. Right. Um, and she's like very minimal in the makeup world. Yeah, I don't think there was any. I don't think, yeah, the makeup artists are not happy with those two. They're not getting any work from them. I would give an honorable mention. I liked Zendaya. Oh my gosh, really? Only because she Ugh. had she had a moment because of the wind that I'm sure there, there's going to be beautiful photographs of her because that chiffon, if you're in chiffon on the red carpet and you get a good gust of wind going, your images are going to be gorgeous. I mean, the fact that you're relying on wind to make your look Well, not work. relying on it. You, yeah, well, you don't know what's going to happen. That whole thing with, again, she's I wearing a bra top and a whole open belly. Like, why well, do you think of, Okay, that? think about the gowns that... Think back to the... Think about uh, back to the red carpet looks that... Um, Cher used to do. That was Cher. Well, Zendaya these, is not Cher. Well, this, I'm sure she's trying to Who channel. Who is she anyway? Zendaya? Yeah. What are you talking about? Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya. What does she do? She's got her, her show on HBO. What show is that? We'll have to research that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, this is her moment. And the thing is, she used. I want to say she used to be uh, a Disney child star. So now she's becoming... Oh, she's on that show, Euphoria. That's it, Euphoria. I'm I haven't sorry. watched Euphoria. that show. It's actually good. Well, I've only actually, seen one. Actually good. You've only seen one. I've only seen one episode, but I like it. I don't know. I just think all of this stuff, the bra tops, I mean, you're just... There's going to be a very fine line now between the Oscars and the Grammys if we're going to keep doing all this, like, hooker wear. Well, no. Again, like you said, this is how, the, you know, you... You know, this is how you speak. So what's she saying speaking. about herself? What's she saying? What is she saying? She's got a She's V like, I'm shape. a channel, like a mermaid slash share moment. I thought she looks like she's part of a harem. And I do love the double <laughs> necklace. Yes, I, I like love the layer jewelry. I like that, the layer I love jewelry. that it was two necklaces as yep. opposed to one. And I love the color. I do love the <clears throat> canary love the yellow. Color. But I just am just not. It's the cut you don't like. I just am, it's, it's not the my cut thing. You don't like. It is not my thing. But think about what, how people reacted the first time Cher stepped out at the Oscars. They no. knew who Cher was as a singer. But also, but Cher think was about wearing Bob Mackie, and if Cher was wearing this, that open flesh area would have mesh. There'd be like a netting there. There would not be her skin. Bob Mackie no, was wearing this. No, oh no. Cher was giving a lot of skin. That's if you go back to like the that is late, was the 70s? Late 70s? No, she was giving that, skin. That's a separate conversation. Don't you bring Cher into this Zendaya mess? <laughs> that sounds like a name, Zendaya mess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And the award goes to Zendaya Mess. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot believe we've already done a whole episode. Do you have any other hot, hot topics we need to talk about with this? Um, One last thing. I don't know. You know, again, I just, I, I wish they were, they had executed the show better. Because the venue was actually really great because it... If you think about the original Oscars, they weren't as elaborate as the Oscars we know. So yeah. they could, I think they could have worked that that room a little better because I loved that it. it was Art Deco. I yeah. loved, I loved everything about it. But the thing that was a little strange to me was, 
I don't know if you noticed, they cut to, between the shots from the actual train station, they would cut to the Roosevelt near the pool, but all the setups around the pool. That wasn't the Roosevelt. That was outside of the Union Station. No. No. I thought it was that was at the Roosevelt? Yeah. I think all of the interior I think all of the interior shots that we saw was the train station. When you saw that outdoor like people in risers. Yeah, that was the arrival area. I thought oh. because remember because that's where Regina King got started off and she took her mic and she walked on into the train station. Oh. She did not walk from the Roosevelt Hotel over there. She would have gotten mugged at least six times. I might be thinking show. about, you know, the, the pre-show. There was a pre-show. Okay, the and then pre-show. There was, that was a, but you're talking okay. about a really great point, William, because mm-hmm. part of the thing was the show was going, and they were flipping us all over. We were in London. We were in Berlin. We were in Sydney. We right. were in downtown LA. We were in, you know, at the Roosevelt. We were at the, you know, Dolby Theater. Like, okay, I got it. We're going to go all over. But you have to label clearly where we are right now. Because right. as the viewer, we're just, it was like moving around a lot. And I have to say, whoever designed the set yeah. should be fired. Why? Because everyone, everyone had a hard time getting from their seat to the podium. Yeah. Because there was a huge lip that if you didn't step over it, I don't know if you noticed, everyone that went up to get an award, yeah, but why did everyone, they... almost everyone tripped. But people were going over the lip rather than following the path. There was a path on there. But you'd have to go around. Well, then go around. Take the time. I mean, anyway. When, you, lot... when they call your name for an Oscar, you're running to the stage. You're not trying to figure out. I would take my time. I would milk it. I'd be, wa- I'd be sashaying along. Like, hi, Brad. Hi, Meryl. Call me sugar. I would take 87 minutes to get up there. Because once you get up there, they only give you a minute and a half of your speech and you're out. That's my point. All eyes are on you while you're walking. But if you there. take forever to get up there, they'll turn the music on no, in the middle. No, you get 90 of... seconds from the microphone time, I think. That's a good strategy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're not going to cut you. You get your time from when you start. Okay. So if it takes okay. you a long time to get up there, you don't get a shorter speech. That's not okay. Right. That won't be right. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, I am very happy to say that it felt like a little bit of normal life is coming back. Yeah. I, I see it. I see the and light at the end of the tunnel. And really just see things happening. I really can't wait, like you, to get back into the movie theaters Mm-hmm. And enjoy all these movies. And really, you know, good, bad, or ugly, mm-hmm. or beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so great to see people out creating looks again. 100%. And doing their magic. Uh-huh. 100%. And I uh, can't wait for the next one. Yeah. I agree. All but right. we, can't, we can't let this episode go by without mentioning the passing. Oh, I know. Albert Abbas. So Albert Abbas is... is uh, Genius. He was a genius. genius. He died yesterday. Yeah, that was tough. Um, so he died not actually yesterday. He died on Oscar Sunday. Yeah, and he was best known for his work as the head designer at Lanvin yeah. for twelve years. I yeah. think. he and started at Yves Saint Laurent, but then yeah, he was he at Yves Saint Laurent. He went to Lanvin. but he made a name for himself at Lanvin and really I mean, turned Lanvin around. He really made Lanvin a brand to have. And I would you know, yeah his his uh, talent around draping and mm-hmm. fabrics and embellishments were so a fit for. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he passed away from COVID. Yeah, um, that's which is still me. raging in France, apparently. So that's um, he got he got sick and died in a week, yeah. is what I read. So yeah. I um, our hearts go out to them yeah. and um, rest in power to yeah, a genius, absolutely. And, genius. and uh, we will definitely have to do a 
fat a power player. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Rather than later. We must. And um, please continue to listen, look, like, and listen. And look, share. And share. 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 <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.